we are two fat brokers. Uh, I'm Barney from Dubai. Ben from Abu Dhabi. And today we are going to be talking about the state of the market still, uh, after still the, on. the terrifying spectre of COVID has slightly abated, but we're still in COVID. We're in September. Early September. Yep. yep. Um, and we're seeing a slight increase in prices in certain areas, both in Dubai and in Abu Dhabi. So we thought we would have a little chat and, and see the reasonings behind it that we can we can make head nor tail of. Ben, what's going on in Abu Dhabi? So um, <clears throat> as far as we can see, it looks like a bit of a, a and we've spoken about this in, in, in other videos and things, a bit of a flight to villas. So villas at the moment, very popular, uh, the spectre of being locked down with your kids is sort of weighing heavily on a lot of people's minds and they want to move from, spaces. <laughs> yeah, from, from apartments to at least an apartment with a, with a balcony, uh, but also uh, people seem to be keen on villas. But I mean, uh, that would make sense from a rental point of view, but what's unusual is the buying activity that's going on with villas. I mean, if, you know, whatever, um, buying um, in apartments is still going down, but in villas, in some areas in particular, so West Yass is a, is, is a great example, um, Al Reef as well, where you're actually seeing prices going up Mm. as opposed to you know the apartments which are still going down in the same trend that it, that it has been for the last four years but in those areas uh, yeah people are really really keen to buy and it's interesting why do you think it's a price point thing because I mean <clears throat> if you think about this from a, a leasing and a, and, a, and a sales perspective because over the last 12 months prices have come down so much what somebody signed a lease for 12 months ago in an apartment they can now get a two-bedroom uh, house or even a three-bedroom house in an area in Dubai like the Springs, which is five minutes outside the marina, um, both for sale uh, for rental, but also in terms of sales, the prices have dropped so much. If you are have a level of job security, you can secure a mortgage. You can now buy a Springs villa for almost record low prices. Um, so that, as from a family's perspective. You have a little bit of outside space. You also don't have this uh, close proximity of getting in elevators, communal spaces that you have to share with other with other people, obviously, and and reduce. I disagree. Them. You would. I mean, if you look at prices, they haven't declined any more than what they were doing before. So why are people buying? But they now? have declined, and then year on year for four years, we've had a declining. Yeah, but, okay. but you, you, you can't just say, well, all of a sudden now it's magically coincided with the coronavirus that people have suddenly the decided here's a magic point. Move, whereas before the impetus, I'm quite happy with my apartment. <clears throat> well, there was no driver. Yeah, so, so I think that's a different point. So, so all of a sudden people are thinking more about buying than they did before. People were happy to rent before. Because prices are so low. Well, I don't think Dollars so. Dollars weaker, prices are lower. Interest rates have come down. I mean, interest rates is, is a really good point. I mean, I think, I think that's really, really important. So buying is much cheaper now, hmm. right? But I don't think prices, I mean, prices are still, you know, going down slowly in, this, in exactly the same way they have been since, you know, 2015. So I don't think we've suddenly hit a magic price point where it makes everything different. What you're saying is you don't think we've hit the bottom of the market. <clears throat> you're seeing that the drivers to move into a house is... Uh, has now increased to a level where people are actually going to act on it. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily the bottom of the market, but if we assume there's some magical line at which point people are like, okay, now it makes so much sense to mm. buy. I don't think that's something that we've crossed. I think all of a sudden, um, people are now thinking maybe there's some cracking deals to be had out there, and there are, 
and so people have gotten into the market going right okay let me find a really great deal and then look you know maybe taken more information about buying and said okay maybe i haven't got that great deal where someone's absolutely desperate to sell but actually buying makes a huge amount of sense now that interest rates are so low and there has to be now i'll take the plunge whereas before for the last four years you know i haven't you have to have have, have a degree of job security even now <clears throat> where you're prepared to take that plunge as well, you know? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think if you're, if you're a government employee, a, a, a UAE expat, expat, a UAE expat, a UAE expert. national, no. you know, uh, you've, you've got great job security, your income probably hasn't been affected too much, you know, um, you're probably out there thinking that, you know, because you're a, you're a buyer, you can get some, some great deals, and there, there are some great deals to be had. Yeah, of course, you need that job security, you need to be sure that you're gonna be here for the next couple of years at least, and that you're not gonna, you know, be adversely affected by, you know, the the obvious uh, downturn that's gonna follow coronavirus. So my next question, and I I have my answer to this prepared. I <laughs> believe that what we're seeing <clears throat> now is a false dawn in the real estate market in those areas. I believe that there has been a spike in prices, a spike in the impetus to move. When that abates, and when all of the buyers are sated and they've moved to wherever it is they want to move to the issues that we have will still remain. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we, we have a change to the structural issues that there are with the market, which is, a, which is an imbalance of supply and demand. Yeah. I don't think that's changed, but um, what, you might, you, what you might get is, you know, on from this is, is, a, is an impetus upwards in some areas. But again, what we're saying is, it's not across the whole market, right? It's select areas mm. that, you know, are very attractive for one reason or the other, you know, uh, a price point outside space, something like that. But it's not, it's certainly not a market wide recovery. And I think you're right. I think what we'll see is um, we'll see the market, but even in those areas, settle back down. And then probably, you know, unless we see a, um, uh, a remarkable recovery in population coming into the UAE or a massive reduction which in deliveries. Which we about in another video. Yeah, or a massive better. reduction in deliveries. You, I don't think you'll see a, a prolonged upward movement in the real estate market. So conversely, what's happening now, with apartments? So apartments are still doing exactly the same thing. So Should we, they not so, be declining quicker? <clears throat> um, Rents? Well, prices. I think what you'll see is, I mean, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a global recession. And so I think that will put long-term uh, pressure on you know, fundamentally the population of the UAE in terms of job losses and people moving out. Therefore, you know, you'll, ha you'll have uh, rent pressure coming from that. And you know, on top of that, you'll then get the sales price pressure. So I think unless um, the UAE is able to um, generate more people coming in, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, gonna, see, you're gonna see apartment prices continue to decline in, in the way that they have for four or five years already. Mm. So do you think as a buyer, you've missed the boat to buy low price, small house accommodation? No, I mean, we're, we're only, you know, when the coronavirus really hit end of March. So we're not quite six months in, into that. Yeah, I think it was so. the beginning of last year. When no, it was no, first no. announced. Well, I mean, no, it's it's COVID nineteen, so it's two thousand and nineteen when it actually uh, surfaced. But I think it really affected, you know, the UAE uh, in March. So I think. Um, no, it's not COVID nineteen because it's twenty nineteen. It is. It isn't. It absolutely is. It absolutely isn't. There are there are eighteen different types of COVID virus. <laughs> no, that's one of us that, is going to have that, absolute that, egg that, on that, our faces that, over that's this. A, that's a I reckon it's him. I reckon it's him. <laughs> He needs to look it up, COVID-19. It's 
not yeah. because it came out in 2019. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, whatever it's called for, uh, I don't think I don't think you've missed the boat. If if you are someone for whom buying makes sense because of you know, and I would say the biggest driver's got to be the uh, the interest rates and job security. I mean, it's a fantastic time to buy. Uh, yields are still good in in the UAE, around about seven percent. With um, with interest rates where they are, I mean, you can halve your rent by buying. So if you've got the deposit and you've got the job security, it absolutely makes sense to buy now because you're, you're halving your rent overnight, you know. And uh, and I think we're, um, you know, the UAE has, has experienced four or five years of price declines. I think it's in a, it's in a good position for you to see an upside in real estate in the future, whereas somewhere like you know Europe or the or the US has seen you know nine ten years of, of price growth. I don't think there's a lot of upside in those kind of markets. So. I certainly think for a, for a, not a capital city, obviously, but for a major city, Dubai as a, as a, as a city is undervalued. I think if you look at, at, and I'm going to use pounds here, I'll try and do it in dollars in my head, you know, you're looking at 1.5, 1.4 for a two bedroom, uh, probably even less in the springs, you know, that is 280,000 pounds. To buy a two-bedroom house on the outskirts, like five minutes from the, the centre of London, you're going to be looking at four or five times that. Now, I mean, you know, Dubai and London, apples and apples and oranges, but you know, I think the real estate market in Dubai specifically is quite undervalued now. Couple that with the the, the, the weak strength of the dollar, it does mean that we're seeing a lot more movement in in Dubai. Yeah, and but I mean. <clears throat> Actually, it's really interesting to compare it to, to uh, Mumbai and places like that, which are incredibly expensive. Mm. But you still have the and fundamental imbalance of supply and demand, True. unfortunately. Which you know, um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what you can do about that in the short term. I mean, I think in the short term, coronavirus has delayed projects, so that's that's helpful in that way. Mm-hmm. But conversely, you're going to be losing jobs, so your demand is going to shrink uh, as well. And we don't. You know, we don't. We never had a furlough scheme here in the UAE, so people, you know, have felt the job losses. So we should be able to see it more, more earlier and more clearly than you might do, you know, in the US or the UK, where you know, when those schemes end, you know, you're probably going to have a, a huge drop. So I think, you know, in that way, the real estate market is, you know, is is, is adjusting organically. So I think <clears throat> before we lose our own train of thought on this or topic on this podcast. I think we're both in agreement that this is something of a false dawn. Uh, we still think it's actually, if, if you can get the right mortgage and you have job security, it's a good time to buy. Um, I mean, in a false dawn, so what you might have is pockets of resistance, is what, what, what we might be saying here. So I don't know much about the springs in Dubai, but you might say another term you know, th- th- there's some kind of areas which, which really might just ride this out. You know? well, okay, so Emirates without, Hills, without which is my area of expertise, we've also yeah. seen a price spike. Now, nobody's leaving a two-bedroom or a three-bedroom in the marina to come to Emirates Hills. You know, what's yeah. happened in Emirates Hills, you know, the, the houses that were perceived as good value were around the sort of 12 to 18 million dirham mark um, have now been sold. And so any buyer that's now looking at the Emirates Hills market is now looking at the next price point up. And they're beginning to sell. I believe in that instance that, you know, these are the the... the the market leaders, these are individuals who own companies and run companies, they will also begin to suffer and will see prices drop again in, in Emirates Hills. So I feel there will be pockets of resistance. 
but I don't think it's anything to get carried away with. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a, a broad-based resurgence until some point, you know, at best next year. But I think you know it might be worth if you're an investor or you know, even an end user looking around for those pockets, you know, of resistance where you might be paying higher than what you would have been paying six months ago. But there might be the ability for that area to ride out the storm better, uh, yeah. better than other areas. So in, in Abu Dhabi, I mean, uh, West Yas and Al Reef are, are two very clear ones. It's difficult to say what Yas Acres is going to do, but it seems very popular for now. Um, and uh, to a certain extent, Raha Gardens, that's UAE nationals only. Uh, and in, in Dubai, just to recap the areas? It's, it's entry-level houses, so two and three-bedroom houses. Mira, <clears throat> um, Arabian Ranches to an extent. Springs has definitely seen a resurgence because of its proximity to the marina. It's very easy to leave a two-bedroom in the marina five minutes to your two-bedroom house in the Springs. You know, so that it's it's really the entry level houses that we've seen have had a, a little spring in their prices. Anecdotally, to pat myself on the back because you know how much I love to do that. No. I sold a house in Emirates Hills <clears throat> for a client for fifteen point six million dirhams, and we've recently resold it for him uh, and made him uh, a handsome profit. So he's he's walking away with about seventeen million. Um, so it is not just in the entry levels. There is, if you find something that is 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 a, a, an undervalued asset, it's worth taking a punt on. We've been Two Fat Brokers. Uh, thank you very much for your attention. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I have obviously been watching more American TV than I thought I ever had. I apologize, Ben. It is COVID-19 because- I forgive you. Okay, shut up. Came out in 2019. I hang my head in shame. I have let my my Dubai family down. We've been beaten by Abu Dhabi. So. <laughs> Don't smile like that. How would you like me to smile? Better. <laughs> <laughs>